0: this week we'll be talking about early footage of horizon multiplayer leagues hogwarts legacy developer response to creators awful views everything on xbox developers direct impressions on Forspoken, hi-fi rush dead space remake all this and more on season seven episode four of press x to start gamers digest Knows a lot What's up everyone? This is Press Arts Gamers Digest, a video game podcast that condensed the most important gaming news from this past week into an hour-long meal for you, the listener, the viewer, the people. We are live on YouTube right now, also every Sunday at 3 p.m, Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget to support us By liking this video you're watching, by subscribing to the channel you're watching. And by hitting the notification bell. If you are listening, we greatly appreciate you. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or the podcast service you are tuned in on. If you want to join in our conversation, you can by joining our Discord at pressx2start.com slash Discord. It's weird. Being live, I feel like I might be missing something. But I'm just going to rock with it. I don't think I am. Uh, before we jump into the gaming news, we have one announcement that is tomorrow. What was that? Uh, January 30th. You'll be able to get to see more of me, Sean, and Marcus surviving in the DMZ. So check out that video. It will be premiering tomorrow. Check it.
1: Is tomorrow our time or their time?
0: Our time. They'll figure it out. (laughs) Uh, Hey, look, all you have to do is subscribe to the YouTube channel and you'll see it. It don't matter what time you're on. It could be on CP. Careful now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, I, I
0: stopped myself. I stopped myself. <laughs> Avery, please save us. Give us the
3: gaming news. Cool beans. I want to point out that none of us were introduced when DJ did his uh whole little intro. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, my you're is, right. My name is Avery, not, and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump straight into the gaming news. DJ No, 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 no. no, no they, nice ha- they, have, they, have
0: they have to know who we are. They have to know who we are. I am your host, apparently. DJ, aka, I think DJ was already said. AKA sexy addresses. AKA ooh, when I get my pro controller, I'm going to be Amaro but Black. Call me Amaro Blacked.
3: Mm.
1: Said it. That's a video series.
3: I am Sean M.F. Ross. Wait, 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 wait. When you (laughs) called yourself Amaro Black, that was fine, but then you had to say it again, and you ended the word Black with Blacked. There's something wrong with you.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am Sean M.F. Ross. (laughs) <laughs> what the MF stand for? <laughs> Ukulele Slim. Oh, okay. I like that, actually. That's pretty cool.
2: Hmm.
1: I'll
0: write that down in about two years, I'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is here?
2: It's your boy, Jordan, a.k.a. JXBot, a.k.a. The Defect.
0: Sir, you're not a defect. You are I mean, a good
2: human being. When We go into what we've been playing. You understand why. Oh,
3: all right. You're a defect, then.
2: Fine. And Avery
1: already said he's Avery.
3: Yeah, Otherwise. so our first story is from VGC. This is from Andy Robinson. Uh, this popped off in the wee hours of the night, I want to say on a Friday. So this is probably actually one of the most, how would I say this, prescient we've ever been on the news story. So everything's coming in hot in the oven. Uh, over 10 minutes of early Horizon multiplayer game footage leaks online. So essentially what happened was a 2020 alpha build of the Horizon multiplayer game, a game that has been rumored, never really formally announced, but we all fucking know it's being made, leaked yeah. online. A bunch of concept art came out with it. 10 minutes of uh, raw, clearly leaked footage dropped as well. It shows a very, I'm gonna say, Dauntless esque art style, which is very Fortnite esque. Yeah. And, um, mm. For
1: my I, wonder, I wonder if it intended to look like that or if that's just the alpha build.
3: Yeah, well, where it is in terms of
2: shaders and stuff.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's just, like in terms of the character. Like, OK, real quick um, for the people who are listening to us or and watching. Thank you. We're actually not going to show the content because we yeah. got oh. dinged before. So we're not even going to do that. But yeah. to get to what Avery is saying about the Dauntless look, the, the character models themselves look very uh smooth, low poly, like clay. Yeah, like illustrative. I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead Avery.
3: no, Okay, so the game's original concept art doesn't have Horizon Zero Dawn's hyper-realistic art. It has a mm. very cartoony, very Fortnite-esque... I use Dauntless as an example because Dauntless yeah. is a very Fortnite-esque version of a Monster Hunter game. Well, mm-hmm. Monster Hunter itself uses a more photo-real aesthetic with its designs. So yeah. that's what I made the Dauntless clip. Yeah. Uh, so the concept art is a very... Uh, Fortnite-esque, Dauntless-esque art style, uh, very simple, everything simplified. Then the the character models that were leaked are very rough, but they all have a very cartoon aesthetic. But then the actual alpha footage, ignoring the UI changes, makes the game look a lot like Horizon. Like the, the way your character moves, the way your character interacts with the world seems all very Horizon. So it put me in a very interesting place with this game. Man. This, is, this is all 2020 alpha footage. This game does not look like this now. If you have an issue with the way this game looks, once again, this is alpha footage. Let's not do another GTA bullshit where like someone yeah. sees, sees the GTA alpha and like, oh, this looks awful. It's like, no, man, it's fucking, it's the alpha and it's a leak. Um, this being 2020 alpha footage makes me more believing that this is a 2023, 2024 game.
0: You think so? Yeah.
3: But yeah, uh, to get back to my original thought, I'm in a weird place with this game. I hate the Fortnite-esque aesthetic. I, I, I understand the marketing reason why they went from the Horizon Zero Dawn above and beyond greatest looking character model I've seen in a video game model to a more simple uh, aesthetic. Fortnite has become the uh, model for all free-to-play games. I'm generally assuming that this is going to be a free-to-play game. And then my biggest thing I don't like about this is that the concept art images they showed had like five characters on the screen and none of them was using a ranged weapon. Everyone was using a variation <laughs> of a sword, a spear. And I'm like, this doesn't interest me at all.
0: Real quick, I will say, as the, just to go back to early last year when we all played Horizon, I was the one that was like, yeah, I'm going to mainline the melee because that's something that I think needs to be tested and not the range stuff. The fact that Avery just said that the concept about how to all people using melee worries the hell out of me because the melee, i made it work but it wasn't great it like range is where you go with horizon so i really hope that they don't go this path like that is so scary Could I mean, It work on it it could be better it could be you're right it definitely could be i mean especially I, if this was from two oh i guess if it's if this is shown from two years ago they definitely worked on it and blah 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 but yeah um you're gonna say something every
3: yeah, I'm of the mindset that, especially with uh, another bit of news, that there's like a, a studio is supporting Gorilla in its future games, that this isn't, especially with Gorilla's other workload, that primarily this isn't going to be their total vision. And I'm, I don't know how much crossover this game is going to have with Horizon the mainline Horizon franchise, especially with their clear direction of going in the more cartoony aesthetic, which means they can't just one for one just share resources. Yeah. Things have to change. Things have to be altered. That being said, I it's not that I don't have faith in them making the melee. I I don't have your trepidation about it being melee. I just don't think melee when I think of Horizon.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's it right there. Like when anyone thinks Horizon, when anyone thinks Aloy, they think with her with a bow, not her with her uh, spear staff or whatever. Like that's. That's like something you think very secondary, maybe even tertiary. But like I'm watching this developer footage and beyond the fact that the characters look how they do and this is all alpha, I'm really actually excited for this because about what well, last week uh Wild Hearts had their um premiere content end up being just five minutes of them fighting like a weird alien tiger thing. Like I am I am in the market for a Monster Hunter type game. And I'm kind of sad in that, Avery, you think that this is going to come out like, you know, 2023, 2024. I really hope that it's like, hey, guys, guess what? This is actually a 2022 thing,
3: especially yeah, because it's, it's 2023 right now.
0: Oh, huh.
2: he's still upset.
0: I got to check out some things that I uh, put dates on. <laughs> uh, I may have messed up. Yes, you are right.
2: Don't worry. The IRS will remind you soon. All right <laughs> man shereen's gonna remind me soon <laughs> yeah, yeah, I in your house?
0: <laughs> but um yeah like this is this is really really exciting to me um i really hope that a lot of this gets cleaned up for the final version um yeah it's one of those things where it's more so just wait and see uh like i think there's rumors about PlayStation was supposed to have a conference last year or showcase last year, but they didn't because X, Y, and Z. So maybe we might get something between now and March. Maybe this might get shown. I don't know. Fingers crossed.
3: I think with this being a leak that PlayStation, especially with things some of their main studios have talked about, is very much in a we no longer want to have long tail lives for all of Mm -hmm. our game announcements. So, like, they're going to show this game when it's ready. Yeah. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking PlayStation 2023 is weird in that, like, it's got Spider-Man is pretty much the only thing first party that they've confirmed is coming out. There's a bunch of second party games that they've all got exclusive contracts out that are going to come out and pepper out the year. So the year is great. Uh, But I, this is me not being the, mul- that's not true. I don't know if you do Last of Us Factions and then you do Horizon mm-hmm. multiplayer in the same calendar year and or same Seasonal group, if that makes sense. Do you believe that there'll point. be overlap point. in terms of game design? I don't think there's going to be overlap in terms of game yeah, design. Sure. I just think Horizon's biggest—how do I say this? The biggest thing people take away from Horizon is that it comes out, it's an amazing game, and then the greatest game of all time comes out the next day. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs>
0: oh. Yeah. So actually, it would make sense mm-hmm. if if PlayStation was like, "Yeah, we'll release Horizon's multiplayer." And then a week later, yeah, we're gonna release Last of Us multiplayer.
3: <laughs> I also think <laughs> I also think multiplayer games very much need time to grow and develop and, ha- and things like that. And If PlayStation releases two multiplayer games that are exclusive to the PlayStation platform, they will 100% cannibalize it for themselves. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's, especially, I, I, if, especially if both of them are going to be free to play.
0: Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. in in this realm of seeing this footage and knowing that the Last of Us multiplayer exists it's very possible that we get you know last of us maybe by the end of march and then we get horizon october so there is like months in between but i don't know i don't know seeing this i'm just excited for this i want to play this
3: i'm operating on the idea and this is a pipe dream this is a me taking a swing this is not me hearing hear anything this is just me making an observation I think if I was PlayStation and we've been secretly working on a Last of Us multiplayer game, the smartest marketing we could do for that game is not a long pronounced sequence for that game, but to release it in tail with the ending of our HBO show that suddenly turned our game into even more of a success than it actually is.
0: That's a good point.
3: Like I said, it's a pipe dream. It, It probably won't happen, but if I was a marketing guy at PlayStation, that would have been my game plan and why we have been relatively quiet about it.
0: Because that would give people somewhere to go to to get all their last of us energy out after the season finale. Yeah, It makes sense. It makes sense. In fact, maybe it's free to play.
3: But we'll see we'll if it's free to play.
0: Sean and uh, Jordan, what's your thoughts on the Horizon multiplayer?
1: So check it out. I yeah. love Horizon. Okay. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna okay. be a Horizoned out by the time it comes out because I got called at the mountain to play next month. Oh yeah, you do.
0: Yeah. Sir is gonna be in the mountains with his VR too. Jordan, you played you played Horizon, right?
2: A little bit of it, um, uh, but I don't have any strong opinions on the multiplayer. I am interested in seeing what type of feedback loop they implement into that game. Yeah. Like, what is the motivating factor of a multiplayer game coming from the Horizon universe? Yeah. I mean, I know the gameplay is good. I had a fun time when I played. I just didn't finish it. Yeah. But yeah, well, we'll see what this looks like. And I, I think Guerrilla um, has it in them to uh, make a long-standing multiplayer experience, surrounded by good gameplay, of course.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's if this is actually Guerrilla and not the support studio. I think another scary thing, just before we jump to the next um, uh, news story, Avery mentioned that this could be free to play. I, I think, oh, I feel like free to play would probably be the best option. I just don't know if it would be a good option for Horizon. I think PlayStation, I guess this could be the one, like PlayStation would need a proven game that is first-party multiplayer free-to-play that people are like oh yeah okay this is not going to be a complete cash grab like this is cool but maybe this might be their first so well
2: uh, that's my that's my question to like the like core gameplay loop which every multiplayer game seemingly has like what would that look like
3: yeah. i mean probably dauntless have already shown what you can do for a multiplayer free-to-play monster hunter uh, That's I'm true. assuming it it's going to operate in that same loop. That's me just making an assumption. Uh, hmm. my only basis on it being free to play is that we now exist in a world where selling a multiplayer suite is a feast or famine. You either already have an inbuilt audience who wants to buy it, regardless of call of duty, or you have an entire audience that just wants to refuse to pay money for a video game. So it sort of, it has to be free to play in my, in memory outside of call of duty, I cannot tell you a successful multiplayer-focused box game that sells at a premium cost.
0: So a game that's not free to play?
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: that's tough. That's tough. I, I think... I think... the Battlefield probably was the closest thing, and they threw that away. Battlefield,
3: that. Battlefield I all successful, though. But Battlefield, A, wasn't successful, not as successful as it should have been, and B, it already has the Call of duty S cache of this is the team Battlefield game. Yeah its audience is going to spend money for it.
1: Yeah, I wasn't talking about 2042, though. Just Battlefield in general before that.
3: Yeah, Bad yeah. Company 1, 2, 3, yeah, and that, 4. Yeah, that was
1: probably the next closest thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like,
3: yeah, we, we exist in a world where if you want to have a multiplayer product, and it's... Unless this is built with a strong single-player component that's sort of like a Monster Hunter, uh, then I could, I could totally see them selling this. But then are we operating on the idea of this is a PlayStation that wants to sell everything that they consider premium for $70, or is this a PlayStation who's going to actually play with the the price scale?
1: Mm.
3: Okay. Our next story is, this is from IGN. This is from Luke Winky. Hogwarts Legacy developer responds to controversy around creators' anti-transgender views. So Hogwarts Legacy is uh, imminent. It's a game that is incredibly hyped. Like, regardless of what the echo chamber of more liberal voices in the internet, this game is a juggernaut in terms of popularity. People underestimate how popular the brand, Harry Potter as an IP is, especially uh, divorced from the views of its creator. So the Highlands Legacy devs, who I trust are good and upstanding people, have been having to fight uphill because their work is being attached to an IP that has been uh, soiled by its creator. And for a long time, Every journalist worth their salt has been trying to get them to make a crack about how they feel about this. And for the most part, they remain relatively quiet outside of some minor pushback. Like we're allowing trans representation in the game up until a point. I don't think this is going to be a game that's going to be smart enough to recognize that your character is trans. I think just going to be smart enough to recognize there's a binary switch that we can flip in regards to what pronouns people care to you and not how that affects anything else. Yeah,
2: for sure I, have, yeah. yeah let's see um there there was a game I played recently um it wasn't it wasn't saints row but in terms of gender representation in video games and being able to like you know express and uh, uh, the flexibility in one and a person's ability to express themselves with their avatar has expanded a pretty good amount so far as generation not just in terms of like voice modification but also you know body type and you know as Avery said pronoun usage so we'll see if they address that in the game itself. Yeah, okay,
3: Yeah. So this is a big dumb aside, but this is something I've always hated about creative characters. Uh, representation in terms of people, I've always hated this aspect of creative characters in that most creator characters do not do the due diligence or goodwill to actually make your actual choices really matter in regards mm-hmm. to how a narrative and how a thing breaks down. So like when we're talking about uh, uh, the trans options in games, I think plenty of games have options of like my pronouns and things like that. But few... I can't think of a game off the top of my head where, oh, I'm picking a trans character and the game recognizes that this character is trans. The only one I can remember is a pretty much South Park, the fractured butthole. And that was only because of a, I think it was only because they wanted to tell a joke with it. A joke, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. That, that, and yeah. What was it? Um, If you the were liar, a darker skinned character, <laughs> it's more difficult, which is yeah. the most well, accurate difficulty skill in human history.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he, uh, I got to play them in the game. Uh, Morgan Freeman can suck it. But no. Uh, oh, poor Morgan. No, he won't He won't fight you if you're dark skinned. Oh, what? <laughs> that's the thing? Like, wow, Like when nice. Like when people, when, pe- when they made that joke about the game being harder, uh, if you're a character of dark skinned, outside of like a thing with the cops at one point, they don't really mm-hmm. reference it up until like the game's very end where like Morgan Freeman's just afraid that won't fight you if you're dark skinned. But you can change your character's appearance at any time. So back to the was, like I the team has been reckoned with J.K. Rowling and their things. Ultimately, what they came out with was a we cannot talk about J.K. Rowling PR statement, which is probably based around all of the contracts that this woman has with the Harry Potter IP.
1: Mm-hmm. W- so we're just okay. going to
3: give you a... I'm going to read the statement. Uh, I think for us, there are challenges in every game we've worked on. This game has been no different. When we bumped into those challenges, we went back and focused on the stuff that we really care about. We know our fans fell in love with the Wizarding World and we believe they fell in love with it for the right reasons. We know that's a diverse audience. For us, it's making sure that audience who always dreamed of having this game had the opportunity to feel welcomed back, that they have a home here and it's a good place to tell their story. So this is their statement about all the J.K.ness uh, and how it pertains to this studio, which is a non-statement. Yeah,
0: but I think they can't really comment no, no. yeah it's unf it's unfortunate that they're like unable to really say anything just because of contracts and shit yeah but like you know it, it kind of is what it is when that's literally your-, your your pipeline of money your pipeline of funding so like it just sucks but i said this
1: dj i said as much yesterday money what money yes as far as making statements and shit let's not hey, hey. oh, oh. <laughs> i didn't realize the game comes out next week yeah yeah it does yeah it does yeah
0: i i do appreciate them you know doing as much as they can to have trans representation in the game and you know reassuring those people who are trans who like harry potter like hey look we understand how much jk Rowling is just a complete idiot but we're still making the harry potter
3: Idiot implies that there isn't any willful malice in this. She's an awful
0: person. An awful person, yes, yes. Thank you for correcting me. An awful person. But we are making this game for you and all the other Harry Potter fans. And I think that's that's what a lot of people are focusing on. But it does just suck that uh, a lot of people are caught in a hard place between wanting to support the Harry Potter game of their dreams and also supporting this very very awful person so it just it just sucks it really just sucks
3: yeah so one of the reasons i brought the story here is just to discuss how we as a really really small bucket in the video game uh, industry is going to handle this game uh as i am as far as i can tell as no one has corrected me in this probably the biggest harry potter fan on this podcast probably i was super excited for this game from the outset Mm -hmm. but i've wrestled with how i personally as a someone with morals and who wants to not be a hypocrite would deal with this. And my game plan is I'm going to play this game because this is the Harry Potter game. I've always wanted to play. Uh, and no amount of people telling me that the IP is bad. It's always been bad. And X, Y, and Z is going to really change my, my feelings on the IP. It's I, at this point, I've gotten pretty good at divorcing art from the artist. Uh, yeah. So like, Unless J.K. Rowling out and out says, oh, I put this in the story X because of this awful reason, nothing's going to change how I feel about this work. So I'm super excited for this game. That being said, yeah. spending any amount of money on this game will get back to her. And she is actively spending her nearly billions at this point on, yeah. uh, on, on anti-trans legislation and empowering those who are championing that. So my game plan is, this is going to be the first game in a while I'm not going to buy digitally. I'm going yeah. to not buy that launch and mm. i'm going to wait a couple days and i'm just gonna to walk to a GameStop and say i'm gonna buy this game used
0: that's a, good, that's a good idea actually yeah
3: the big fight that used games have always had at GameStop is that once GameStop makes that initial sale and the game yeah. gets the used copy back the original creators do not get any of that money yeah. so it allows me to play that game the other thing i could have done which i don't i, don't, I really don't like it because it's like it's not one for one. It's, I I'm gonna spend seventy dollars on this fucking video game. I'm also going to spend seventy dollars in donations to a uh, trans and support. I don't necessarily like that game plan because I don't know marginally what's going to be the, the like the uh, split the difference between how much money would require to offset the damage of paying J.K. Rowling, yeah. and that's just a yeah, uh, yeah yeah
2: yeah. Like, I mean, it moves magazine. it moves it in the um in the right direction and like i'm pretty sure there will be opportunity on our podcast to name some reputable um yeah char- not, not, not necessarily charities Post but focus organizations. organizations yeah organizations that um, ensure the um the quality of living for our trans brothers and sisters
0: yeah I, I was actually planning on donating to a a trans charity once i buy the game To actually just offset it but Avery you make a good point about like exactly how much would that equal out to and I do really like the idea of just buying it used because yeah that's a really good way the only the
3: only issue with buying it used and this is the devil's advocate is yes JK is not getting any money also the creative team who made this game isn't getting any money that's yeah
0: that's yeah that's a good point too yeah but yeah like I I do plan on playing this like I was a Harry Potter fan in terms of oh that's cool the magic school that's a cool thing. Uh Shereen, my wife, actually really like made me a Harry Potter fan. Like I didn't realize how big of a Harry Potter fan she was. She mm-hmm. audio read the books. She watched the movies multiple times. She knows like all the little different things and knickknacks and stuff. And I saw maybe done... like the
1: third or fourth movie. That was it.
0: <laughs> like we've even gone to uh disney world and, and well Universal studios and went to the um harry potter thing we didn't get the wands we should have we were just being cheap at the time yeah broke. it's
3: okay <laughs> so yeah. this, uh i'm gonna interrupt this part of the story because this is some actually interesting not even interesting some incredibly sad breaking news oh, no. so uh actress annie Worshing, who played Tess in the last of us has sadly passed away from cancer at age 45
0: Whoa! Wow, that's terrible. Oh, uh, it's horrible. Oh man, pouring out for test. That's rough, man. That sucks.
2: Yeah. hmm
0: uh, Jeez.
3: Yeah. So, I'm sorry for derailing the rest of this Harry Potter talk. Everyone, speak your minds so we can, I guess, move on. But yeah, my bad.
1: Yeah. Um, no. I'll try the game eventually. I, I, I'll wait for the reviews. Yeah, and then Jordan.
2: Uh, yeah, no, same. Alicia's the same way, uh, than Donald in terms of oh, Harry really? Potter. You know, she's super <laughs> excited for it, and I was gonna buy it physically because she wants to have her own profile and play it on. Yeah, no, no, no. we'll see, you know, just that's why I have Game Pass.
0: You're like, hey, Game Pass though, Game Pass. I got Game Pass on <laughs> PC,
2: so she can play it behind me, but um, I am gonna let it breathe a little bit and um, yeah, yeah. buy you. It's not imperative, just so many games coming out in the next few months, I'll be fine, that's true. you know.
0: That's a good point, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably talk to Shereen about doing that as well. And, mm. But it does get into the conversation of, like, is it worth support? I mean, the game's going to mm. be popular. Everyone's going to buy the game. so You're going to see it all over the know. place. Yeah. yeah, so us not giving the money directly, I don't know. That just gets into a whole conversation. Uh, it, um, it, it,
3: it's a conversation with your – everyone needs to have in regards to their ethics, morality, and hypocrisy. That being said, no one should be judged – and I'm going to... I, right, right. The echo chamber that I'm in on the internet is everyone is judging you if you have any interest in this game. So yeah. no one should yeah. be feel judged for liking a thing because of it's a thing. Now, if you um, like a thing because of J.K. Rowling in particular, then you can go fuck yourself. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>, They're <that laughs> like, oh, yeah, J.K. Rowling's B's and E's, and
3: yeah. But if you were a 10-year-old <laughs> kid reading Harry Potter... On the playground, and it became your Lord of the Rings, the most magical and impactful thing to your form of years. There is no reason to be ashamed of wanting to play this game. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I don't know how
1: extreme them kids get, man. On the, on the on the playground, they may be judging each other. No joke. Oh yeah, kids always judge each other. I mean, that's just.
3: A... I was literally talking about myself reading Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. I figured that. No,
1: I yeah. hear you. I'm just talking about in the in the space of social media and all that shit nowadays.
3: Oh, yeah. I, also think, I also think. I also think children aren't reading books on playgrounds anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, I think that that a uh, long time ago. i basically playing
2: Beyblade.
1: Hey, hey,
0: no, no, hey. They're
2: not. they're not that cool. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think
1: I'll be getting it right away, because Like a Dragon issue comes out 11 days later, and then the PSVR comes mm-hmm. out the day after that. So, Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to be busy. But uh, here is what you can
0: be listener slash viewer you can be busy too by liking this video subscribing to the channel and hit that notification bell because we need your support if you are listening we would greatly appreciate you leaving us a review or not or and tell your friends about the podcast because it's helpful you know it's a thing that you can do to help us and we'll help you by making more and better content Obviously. If you want to join our conversation, you can by joining our Discord at pressx 2 com slash Discord. And that will take you to the link directly to our Discord. Yes, it will do that because of the power of the internet. After you do those things, we would greatly appreciate it. Something like that. But, you know, we're always thankful. We're always appreciative. It's just part of our DNA, you know. So, again, thank you. And I think we can get back into the podcast. So, uh, hi, it's me again. The next thing we're gonna talk about, because it's a special thing, everything we saw at Xbox Big Developer Direct. Jordan, take it away.
2: Yeah, this is already starting off to be a pretty weird year for Xbox, but nonetheless exciting, at least compared to last year. If you didn't notice, Xbox didn't have jack shit last year, except for a couple games being Pentamed and a few Game Pass exclusives like High on Life. But what Xbox has teased in the past was having a Nintendo slash PlayStation Direct-esque show. You know, Xbox was still committed to the Summer Games Fest and, you know, they were muted, or not muted, they were not participating at all in terms of new releases during the Game Awards show. So there were many eyes on this developer direct and I believe it delivered. You know, um, as an owner of an Xbox, we're just looking for why do I have this? You know, I feel like, you know, uh, saw a snake, you know, why? Why why are we here just to suffer? So it's like seeing this direct, it feels as if Xbox is finally starting to get on track in delivering games that are not associated. Well, except for one they are not as much associated with the core cadre, you know, Minecraft Legends, of course, with the Mahjong purchase back uh, like a five, like a four four years ago. Um, that's going to be coming out as like a survival PVP type game. Um, Forza Motorsport is, based on what I can tell as a racing game fan, like it's it's going to be the true next gen game. Um, and as when I say true next gen, not to say that Gran Turismo was not a beautiful looking game or Ocasio or um, WRC or F1, which are the main racing games. Uh, Forza Motorsport is a game that's going to be exclusive to knife. this this is the next generation Uh, consoles, the Xbox, like this generation of consoles, like there's no backwards compatibility associated with that game. But the two games that I feel had stood out the most was Redfall and a shadow drop out of nowhere from Tango games being Hi-Fi Rush. Right. I think we could
0: talk about Redfall
2: first. Sure. I mean, I was excited after watching this trailer. Um, more information of the game started to leak uh, in the last couple of weeks in terms of what style it was going to be. Um, they say it was leaning more towards Far Cry. Um, me and Far Cry has been in a bit of a falling out per se. Um, even though I enjoyed Far Cry Six, it just felt very stale uh, in terms of its game design. And you know, we have another Far Cry story coming up. But looking at their trailer, I think Arcane is the studio that's going to help flesh out a fairly large world um and actually when i marinated on it a little bit i still wonder whether or not it's going to keep me engaged too because I, I i see that like, each area has a, like a boss or a mini boss you have um character trees you know like you, you can build out like each unique character class you know like there's a recon class assassination class tech class and I am digging the design of Redfall. Um, I played a little bit of Deathloop. I thought the gun gameplay was excellent. And I played Dishonored 2, which I played on PC. And they if if they're able to implement that same game, like the same core um, movability in terms of gunplay, uh, I think we have a very exciting game coming out from uh, Bethesda right now being Redfall.
0: Yeah. I also uh, watched this and I thought it, it was a very interesting showing of the gameplay. I, I think as a person who wasn't that interested in Redfall to begin with, I think what they showed was really good. Mm-hmm. I don't think it did enough for me to be like, oh, that's I actually like, it. yeah, like even if I had Xbox, it would be like, oh, like I'd, I'd want to get that. Like, I think, well, I, I should say one because hi, my name is DJ, a.k.a. I don't do horror games. And when the when the character walked into the house and it was mm-hmm. pitch black and he had a flashlight, I was like, I actually won't be doing that. I'll just be from outside throwing Molotov cocktails into the house. <laughs> we'll and see and if see that works. No, like I, <laughs> that's no, that's not part of my being. I'm not going to go into a house and play prey. No, not the game, but actual
1: prey. In other words, folks, don't look to DJ for any help in the apocalypse. <laughs>
2: no, you better be to and- run. <laughs> what what, what, gave, what gave me pause with the Far Cry comparisons before is you know like the, and that's like oh, that's open world games in general you know like you wanted to make sure that it has enough depth to make each make it impactful going forward instead of you doing the same thing over and over again and that's still my question to this game because that's yeah. you know that's kind of what Far Cry has fallen into and I don't know like it's they are giving you the ability to approach each situation differently. You know, right. either want to be stealth or going loud like Far Cry was. Um, but I just wonder I just want to know how unique it's going to be because Deathloop has some pretty unique situations built well, within that
3: game. Yeah. That is my big fear with this game and why mm-hmm. I it went from one of my most anticipated games of all on Xbox entire platform to a game where I'm like, I'm not sure this game is going to be good. And my thing, and I didn't want the direct, uh, but mm-hmm. my 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 thing is that I played every arcane game, like straight up there, my f- in the entire Bethesda uh, Uvra. It was Emma machine games who were who were uh, keeping me invested in that uh, publisher. The, the strength of their games is in your ability to take every solution having met multiple paths to get to. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so like yeah. oh, I, I need to get to this room. I could, yeah, I could just shoot everyone to walk in. I could stealth my way in. Or there's a third option of me manipulating characters in a way, the environment, and getting to there from a different way. Like I've always really liked that about their game style. But there,
2: there, there's and, an element of that in the in the gameplay that they showed. I, I just and, don't know how deep it's going to be as compared well, that's to that.
3: That's my thing, because mm-hmm. in like a game like Prey, because this is the studio that made Prey, where like, right. Prey was great. there was... It was a lot of death, but this is an open world game. I am mm-hmm. not confident that they'll be able to give every situation that death, and that's right. and then my big thing is that does anyone remember Wolfenstein Youngblood?
1: Uh, yeah,
3: like did um this studio work Arcane, on Arcane? Wolfen- Arcane, like I can't tell you which Arcane worked on it, whether it was Arcane mm-hmm. Leon or Arcane Austin. I'm assuming it's Arcane Austin because Leon was working on uh, Deathloop at the time, but that game. Sounded a lot like what Deathloop is. I'm not sorry. Deathloop is, Redfall Red is,
2: mm-hmm. and
3: I was not a fan of that game, so I'm just very trepidatious about what this game is going mm-hmm. to be. I guess okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, that's that's all valid to to have mm-hmm. those worries. I mean, I, I yeah, I think it, it is going to be a thing of you know once the game drops and to see exactly what the split is between story and open world and how that all works. I think. Something they mentioned was that the procedurally generated parts are the like houses when you go into them and they all have a different layout and so on and so forth.
2: the underworld too, like the, the oh. vampire realm, like for okay, like okay, uh, okay. You know, once I think I think it's like once you beat the game, then you're going to have like the uber vampires at the hunt down over and over again for yeah. special abilities. And like that is procedurally generated. Like that's the end loop for a second. Okay. OK,
0: cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So what's the next game? <laughs>
2: uh Hi-Fi Rush. The Certified Banger. This game came out of nowhere. Um, and literally, it was announced during a game. Though there were some um, whispers and leaks that Tano game was was coming out with some. With it, was, it. it was yeah. It was leaked the two, like, mm-hmm. at least three to four days beforehand. And like, but like, there wasn't any concrete like of what, what it was. Like, people knew it was going to be something different, something stylized. There were some rumors that it was going to be an online game. But this game turned out to be different than what Xbox has produced in the past in terms of a. Action adventure beat 'em up, anime stylized game, um, music motivated game like under, like this like it's like fully coolie, Jet Set Radio. Uh, those are the pieces of media I would use to articulate what this game is. Um, I can go into a deeper conversation about how I'm enjoying it so far, but in terms of where this game fits into what Xbox is trying to be going forward, uh, there was a question of you know like how does Xbox perform in specifically Japan? You know, like what does Xbox need to do to break out of its three, three kings, You know, Force Gears and, and Halo. And I hope that Tango Gameworks continues to have the uh, flexibility and 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 the uh, autonomy to make games that they would like to make. I mean, like there's a double-edged sword in terms of Xbox and Matt Booty's hand-offness and the quality of game development. Like there's there's two hands off, they they got to find a good middle point. Um, but this game was actually being developed way before the uh, Bethesda purchase too, so was, you can't really attribute it solely to Microsoft. That's to say that Microsoft did, you know, continue to provide them the resource they need to finish it. And yeah, dropping it through a direct like that—that that was a flex right there. I mean, it was not a big flex. It wasn't like it was it was saying that Xbox is like they're they're, they're trying their best to make a compelling statement, and that's the type of mood that's going to bring in more interest and retain those that are currently bought in like myself
0: yeah. like this is a very good and compelling reason to have game pass so yeah it, it's a total win for them and the fact that the game released and it's actually doing really well everyone loves it everyone is just so hyped over this game and talking about it like it did exactly what it needed to do
2: my so, high that, side is like, strong let's put it out there you'll right. see in my review <laughs> <laughs> I am enjoying it, but no, it, it is it is it is a very fun experience regardless. Yeah. All right. Um and also Elder Scrolls. Oh, so Elder Scrolls. still here. Still running around. Yay, knights and magic. <laughs> Actually, there's people that are into the Elder Scrolls Online and they're like, you know, mm-hmm. in the rafters, you know, with their vuvuzelas and plastic things. Like they're 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 excited about this uh new update to Elder Scrolls Online. So they're 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 satiated.
0: Yeah, I'll say props to ESO because that was something i think i think when that was developed i was still uh testing at bethesda and i was like oh they're gonna make it online okay cool hey good luck to and it, it's still going like good good job then.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: hey there have you been enjoying this episode you have great well if you're listening to the podcast then do us a favor and leave us a review on the podcast platform you're using if you're watching this then like the video subscribe to our channel and hit the bell so you won't miss out on any of our future videos check out pressx2start.com to find information about us the podcast links to all of our social media channels and to join our discord thanks so much we appreciate your support now back to the podcast all right that's it uh well that has been the gaming news so let us jump into our impressions on a few games. Let's start with Hi-Fi Rush since Jordan was already talking about it. Jordan, what's your take on Hi-Fi Rush?
2: Uh, Hi-Fi Rush is very fun. Um, very fun or fine? Very fun. It's a very it's oh, a very okay. fun game. Um, in terms of action-adventure beat-em-ups, it took some getting used to because your performance is very much so linked to your ability to stay on beat. Like it takes place in this fantastical futuristic world where- That's gonna be hard I, for some people, man. <laughs> hey man, I, I thought I thought I could dance. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, need to pause. Um, but we'll, we'll get into what assists they have for those that may have issues with staying on beat like myself, I found out. Um, but it does take place in this um, future tech world um where I think, you know, humans are turned into robots. like the story story's slowly starting to unravel, but um you're a human that signed up to be converted into a, a piece of machinery, um, for for some reason that has not been explained yet. Okay. Um, but turns your iPod got stuck in the machine and your body has been infused with your iPod, uh to which you're now considered a defect.
0: Mm-hmm. And oh, um hence your AKA, it, you're a defect.
2: You're, yeah that's my defect and um because of your characters um his name is kai chai sorry kai, kai chai yeah like um mm-hmm. you're a rebel within this world and you partner up with um, this one woman named peppermint and there's other characters that are slowly coming in um but i said in the chat you know it's slowly opening up in terms of what i can do um about four hours in because at at first i was like there's no parry sorry y'all there's no parry but then there was a story beat to which now you can parry and like oh wow that would have been cool a couple hours ago but here we are right (laughs) the dodge is still cool um there's not too many combos to work with um, and in terms of, like, a clear transition, like, I, I'm, I'm looking on, like, as, as the game continues to have engagement, there's more videos to reference in terms of chaining combos. Because there is ability to chain combos. You can call in your friends for assist. Peppermint has a range assist to which you can break shields and shoot enemies. Um, but, you know, like, of course, similar to Devil May Cry, similar to Bayonetta. Once you finish each engagement, you have a ranking associated with it, oh, yeah. you know, in terms of how much time it took you. How were you on beat? And my beat is a cool 50 percent. I'm like hitting all the half notes here, you know, and damage dealt and what and what have you. Um, but yeah, the music is very good. You know, if you're a fan of alternative rock, like that's why I say fully coolly. Like, if you like fully coolly, you like the music fully coolly, this will be your no pun intended jam. Um, in terms of performance, I am playing on the Xbox Series X 4K 60 frames per second. What I am noticing, and this is this is the thing that can happen with cross gen type games, um, the cutscenes will still will be at a reduced frame rate for yeah. because that's just oh. how it is. And yeah. It's not like it's not murder. like when you go into a cutscene, it, it like the frame it slows down. Like like you like you're on a cutscene now. But once you transition out of it, you're back to your 60, you know, like there, there's no performance issues there. Um in terms of combat. At no point so far, I have, I have not felt overwhelmed by the enemies. I, like there, there's a uh, pretty good variety of enemies and how you would approach them. Yeah, like, the, you know, you have your Hulk enemies, you have your speed enemies, you have your little floating gun turret enemies you have to deal with. And, um, you know, there are methods to get out of a situation, but I do find myself battling with the camera more often than not nowadays. Uh, not like, there isn't a clear way to reset the camera, and sometimes the enemy will, like, just hop into it if I'm at a certain plane, like, trying to reposition myself. And there isn't necessarily a lock-on either. You know, like, some some games has you, like, select and lock-on between, like, in terms of those action-adventure beat-em-ups, you can, you know, lock-on enemies. And, like, no, you're kind of just hitting towards the enemy. Yeah, uh, If you don't like that, you might find some instances frustrating. Um... But yeah i think about five hours in um and i i said there wasn't a block but i said it wasn't a parry <laughs> so we'll see if there's a block coming up and you know i think there's three four more people i had to meet up with but when you start chaining your um combos with your friendly assists yeah then you really start having fun you know okay. then like the, the, the game jumps out at you and the audio design is great and yeah, it's 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 a it's a fun game, and it's kind of weird because you know on them Twitter spaces for some reason, um, Sunset Overdrive was having a weird comeback uh, on, on on my Twitter feed. Everyone's talking about Sunset Overdrive. I love Sunset Overdrive, but it was ironic that that was like in the conversation these last couple weeks, and then Microsoft dropped this. I I like this um, yeah. coming from Microsoft or any yeah. publisher, but yeah, this, this is some good stuff here. Yeah.
0: I will t- I will tell you as a person who has a PlayStation but watches Xbox content stuff to see them first do Sunset Overdrive. I'm like, damn, that'd be a game that I like comes to Xbox and now Hi-Fi Rush. I'm like, damn, that'd be a game that I like comes to Xbox. Motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, that's that's really awesome that like that game is doing so well. How are you enjoying the actual story?
2: Of it. But the story's fun. I mean, like the the okay. I'm not I'm not gonna like have a dialogue debate. Yeah, it's, like yeah, it's yeah. it's very subjective in terms of what I consider good or bad dialogue. But mm-hmm. it is funny. Like it, it is okay. it is it is very very funny. Um, yeah. uh, this game it's just, it's upbeat. You know, which has to be with it, even though there's a more sinister plot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it is yeah. Um, the way the way Kai works with uh Peppermint and how they play off each other. There's a little cat it actually just yeah. kind of goes into the assist the cat has like a little light that beep that you know, tells you the timing Wait, um <laughs> yeah like, so, like the cat's called 808 or whatever but you know it's a fun game okay. it's a fun That's game cool. All right. and also you have a, a meter you can put on your screen but i took that off that would help me but a meter like there's a giant red bar that can be used for your timing i took it out of the way because i want to appreciate what I'm seeing. It's, it's a big red and blue bar that blares at me. And yeah. if I had it on there, I'd probably be doing better, but I just want to, you know, get better naturally. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay,
0: cool. Sounds like you're having a good time with that. Uh, Sean, what have Yo. you been
1: playing? Forespoken. There you go. This game is rough. The bones of a good <laughs> game are there. I don't love it, <laughs> but I am enjoying it.
0: Hey, that's good. Hey, that works.
1: So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, and just Averis, to make it clear, you've beaten the game. Yeah, I beat the game yesterday, and now I'm just kind of grinding through to get the platinum, because, you know...
3: The platinum is unobtainable. He's is unobtainable? Yeah, uh, one, of the, one of the challenges is bugged, and you can't get it. So you can't get the challenge trophy. I see people who got the platinum already. Well, according to all the uh, trophy lists I looked at, they all said this trophy is bugged. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm on PSN profiles and I see like people in the 100% club already, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I think Avery was saying, I, I think a lot of people are just bandwagoning Uh, the hate for the game. It is not as bad as people say, granted, it does need work, as I said earlier. Um, it's fine. It's fine. I would say wait for a sale if you're interested. I wouldn't buy it at a full price necessarily, but yeah. um, yeah, had a little interesting twist.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm in a, I'm not in a weird place with this. And in terms of the people like bad mouthing the game, I do definitely think it is a lot of people jumping on the algorithm in terms of oh, Force Woken's out. That's the first AAA game, so let me put out some content for it. And of course, the yeah. content is I don't like uh, this game.
3: I, I don't think it's that because I think for the most part, the content algorithm is people who are playing the game and they're making their fucking, like, voices. It's more like. Someone I mean, shared a viral clip of this game and every mention of this game is in reference to this clip without any context. Does that make sense? I
0: have not seen that. Like I like my YouTube is just filled of like Well, like that's
3: people. game. Yeah, that's
0: I, when I when I talk about algorithm, I'm talking about like me, the, the stuff, the thumbnails that I'm seeing on my YouTube is just like, Oh, this is bad. Watch me play a bad game. And it's just like, all right, guys, come on.
3: Yeah, and I'm talking about when before the game came out. Yeah. The bandwagon uh, about its dialogue and thing had already begun.
1: Is that a motherfucking dragon? Oh, you're... Okay, specifically the Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, so, like, that's just fitting into, like, other things in terms of things that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, in in terms of the dialogue, I, you know... I... The stuff that I've heard has mostly been negative. I think I've heard one positive review from What's Good Games. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, everyone has been pretty negative on this game. Which really sucks, because we don't get a lot of games where the main character is a black woman. And, like, there's also a... I, I haven't played the game, so I don't really know exactly how this... Actually, Sean, you can answer to this. What? Um, There is a narrative of, like, the angry black woman
1: is, like, no. very apparent in this game and, like... No. Okay. No, not at all. Um, This character could have been a fucking alien for all their race. Does not play into the narrative whatsoever. And... There's no at no point where she comes off as an angry black woman. She's just a cursing teenager. Um Okay, okay. No. No, there's no angry black woman. That's that's somebody clickbaiting.
3: There's either okay. clickbaiting or there's people inferring their own feelings. Projecting. You know I mean? Yes, there we Yeah,
1: are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, at no point would you ever say, ah, she's making black women look bad. Like, nah, there's never a point where that comes into play in the game. Okay.
2: Okay, that's cool. I mean, I saw a couple stuff regarding her background, right? She was like in jail, or
1: yeah, but I mean, going to jail or something. She 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 had a court case. I mean, that's at the beginning of the game, so I mean, it's never really a okay. spoiler. Yeah, um, yeah. she's just a young teen, just in trouble, and I think they've uh, mm-hmm. said that in the marketing.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, that part is 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 well known. That's, that's um, something that somebody took something around with basically, but go ahead. Uh, Avery, probably. So Avery, you
3: you play this game or you... Yeah. I I, I oh, didn't even okay. put it on there because Sean was, was talk about it. Yeah, yeah. No, I play this okay. game. I am at its end. This game is okay. It is not as bad as people say it is. However, it's... There is nothing good that stands out in any... Th- I, I say it like this. Any diamond in the rough in terms of systems characters Mm -hmm. world is usually overwritten by what i generally find as an unappealing experience i think that the game looks bad i think its world its world design of its open world is interesting but i think every time you look at a character model it looks like a ps3 character model it moves like a ps3 character model
1: yeah the facial animations are very very rough and it probably suffered from leadership or whoever tabata to, to whoever was on the team as they said for better or worse this just went through a few iterations and i think they just finally just pushed it out like we got to put something out yeah I, th- I think it's a symptom
0: of this game because i think there we we had news something or we heard news about like this game has been restarted a few times right someone had mentioned about it anyways i think it's a thing of we look at the time that it took to develop this game and mm-hmm. that time wasn't used to develop one game. It was a game, it started over, a game it started over. So this probably needed another maybe months to a year to work out its kinks and be a better game, but you know, they didn't they didn't give it the time.
1: Avery so, probably begs so. to differ. Uh
3: no, I I haven't heard I <laughs> I saw I saw that tweet. But I have n- in no way... I, uh, I've seen no concrete information to verify it beyond that. Tweet. Yeah. So I'm not going off of it as like, my understanding yeah. of this game. It, it, that, that tweet makes sense to a certain extent, but like, yeah. I think they have a complete game. It's just not cooked. I think uh, right, yeah,
0: right. combat
3: is bad. Like I think the combat in this game is bad. Mm. I, think, I think in all... like oh, How do I say this? You start off with only one power, the rock mm. power. And as a third-person shooter, it's just not great.
1: No, a- Avery is right. It is rough until you get your second power.
3: It, yeah, it gets better when you get the second power, but you spend, like, the first, concert, if, if, the, if you play the way they want you to play it, like, 10 hours with just a rock power, and it's just, like, not great. And then, the parkour is bad as well. Uh, really? Yeah, the is parkour. That, is yeah. that Avery? <laughs> I think mean, the parkour yeah, I is remember, bad. Y'all yeah, remember when I was ragging on it,
0: and, like, how I hate the mobility. Y'all like, oh. Like well, yeah, it's, I it's, it's not
1: great. It just it sucks until you open up more mobility options. <laughs> I, I, but.
3: I think every aspect of its parkour is not good. <laughs> I think the you want to run at full speed in this game, mm-hmm. but the world and its design and its actual uh, parkour options don't flow into each other correctly. Nope. This is not. This is like oh, do they rock face? That's only slightly above the, like, ground. Like, okay, my character's gonna run up it, my momentum immediately slows, Oh, I run off a cliff, let me use my, uh, like, my, my zip move. You're, it's like, oh, yeah, that's, right. that's uh, also, like, it every aspect of the parkour needs to flow into each other, and the big issue I have with the parkour is that Freya and the character doesn't move well. Nope. Eh. At even walking speed, and, like, you do a lot of walking in this game, which is really dumb. I really hate any game that gives you movement abilities and then takes them away from you. The minute you're in, in a, quote-unquote, NPC environment.
1: That does suck.
3: Yeah, so like you're just walking around and then she has a, one of the dumbest running animations I've ever seen in my entire life and it's dumb because it's based on her parkour animation, which is fine but her base running is her literally hopping on one leg at a time and it's like, this, is, this does not look good.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: So <laughs> uh, I think I like fantasy and I think the idea of it, this, this game's central villains and the plot that it's built around that is Cool and interesting, but the world itself doesn't feel like it's connected to that plot in any way, shape, or form. And there's a disconnect with all of that and how this world works, I just find incredibly disappointing.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, uh, this is a game that I generally find okay. Like, this isn't the worst game I've ever played, so I'm not going to call it bad, but I'm only going to say it's okay. Because there's a lot of. As I said, the bones are there. (laughs) There are things that are interesting about this game. I, I have no issue with the dialogue in this game. I think the dialogue in this game is fine. I think it, for the most part, it sets up Frey differently from any type of character in that she's an isekai character who acts, doesn't act like she's in a Josh Whedon thing, but acts like a realistic person would act in this situation. So yeah, if a character is going to come up to you and starts talking about the grand destiny of uh, of reality, I think she's going to be like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why are you talking <laughs> about this? Right, it's Like the clip, the, clip that, <laughs> yeah, the clip that everyone is sharing to talk about how bad this dialogue is. It's one of my favorite bits of dialogue is that when your partner cuff starts talking and is like deeply sinister British accent. And then she makes fun of his accent. And he's like, why are you making fun of my accent? You sound like this. And he does her accent. And it's like, it's a, fun, it's a fun sequence. Like I, I generally love the dialogue mm-hmm. in this game. I like Ella Belinsky as an actress. I think she's doing a fine job of what she's been given. I haven't hit the wall where I need to turn the cuff off or things like that. I think Same. some of the interactions are actually really funny. Like if I if I leave my character idle for like five minutes and then start moving, I found two or three bespoke dialogue sequences of the cuff reacting. So you were just doing nothing for like thirty minutes, right? I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I'm like, yeah, uh, we are definitely not getting spoken too. Uh, I pray, <laughs> I pray for Illuminous Productions that uh, that they, they remain a studio. On. Yeah, uh, remain a studio within Square. But yeah.
1: I hope she still gets work because apparently Resident Evil and Charlie's Angels did poorly too.
0: Yeah, Resident Evil did not, did not do well at all. Uh, so b- before we talk about the last game, which is Dead Space Remake, um, what are y'all feelings on this game in relation to Final Fantasy 16? I <sighs> Being optimistic, I want to say all of the creative talent was pulled out of this to go and foster the egg of Final Fantasy 16. My the other side of me <laughs> is very worried for Final Fantasy 16, but I don't want to be. I I, I don't want to be that like hypercritical on Final Fantasy 16 based off of what's happening with Forspoken because Square is big. Square is going to make sure their, their cash cow is secure. And I don't it doesn't seem like they plan on Forspoken being their cash cow. Yeah.
1: Hey, it could be worse. It could be skull and bones.
0: <laughs> You're right, it could be skull and bones. <laughs> right now there's nothing worse than that. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so that's the podcast, guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for just being you and supporting our channel. And you can do that by liking the video, subscribing to the channel, and hitting the notification bell. You can also Join our Discord by, oof, almost forgot that link, uh, by going to pressxandreducer.com slash Discord, and, and they'll take you to exactly where you need to be. With that being said, you be safe. Take care. Have a great day. Play some games.
3: Bye!
1: Yay.